You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. I'm going to make him a movie he can't review. It's B-Movies, thanks to Metse Bar, your source for all things NZIFF, thanks to the best place to go before or after. Mordina Steve Newell, Good how morning. are you? Uh, surprisingly well as we enter this kind of home straight of totally. New Zealand International Film Festival. It has been a very movie-heavy month. Uh, you've been probably watching more movies than the average bear because you are, of course, uh, working at Flicks, doing many films. How many are you at, you reckon, uh, numbers-wise? I'm, I'm not counting. It's not actually that crazy a, a festival for me. I mean, maybe not everyone gets the luxury that I have. I'm seeing something like one-ish a day. Yeah. One to two a day. Oh, oh it's, you know, it's pretty good life in many ways. It's pretty good life. Uh, and you have been going out to see May, December, which is the new Todd Haynes movie. What's the deal with this one? Uh, I was really excited about this. Uh, now, just the way that my festival's sort of shaken out, I'm ending it with a run of sort of big civic films, which is yes. obviously one of the treats of having, uh, you know, of being an Aucklander and, and going to this event. Um, and this will really fit the bill. This has a screening at 6.15pm. On Saturday, so it's kind of prime time at the Me. Civic. I just had a look for tickets, and there's tickets still available. Um, this is Todd Haynes. Um, you may know him from films such as Carol. He made a fantastic Velvet Underground documentary a couple of years ago, and of course, he was the first person to make a kind of quasi live action Barbie film. Uh, of course, with he was. Superstar, the Karen Carpenter That's... story, which I just do- put two doesn't, two together. doesn't legitimately exist. It's you know <laughs> litigiously complex. Oh. You can probably find it if you go looking for it. It's on YouTube. Oh, what? Yes. Um, but uh, May, December is uh, appealed for a number of reasons, um, mostly because of the combination of Haynes and his actors, Julianne Moore, who is frequently collaborated with, and Natalie Portman. The premise of this film is that Julianne Moore plays uh, just kind of everyday life, lots of baking, um, happy family, mum. The only thing is her husband she met when he was a teenager and she wasn't there was a huge scandal she went to prison had his babies in prison uh yeah there's a pregnant there's a pregnant prison thing going on for sure crikey and uh, but this is years and years later and natalie portman is a hollywood actor who uh <laughs> is uh coming to spend some time with her in preparation for playing her in a movie oh so it's quite a, meta, yeah. Yeah. yeah and and it's sort of got i didn't really know what to expect going in i mean Carol's got a pretty uh, consistent, uh, melancholic, dramatic tone. Totally. Some of his other works are a bit funny, obviously, like Velvet Goldminer's OTT. Yeah. And what? And I was a little bit disappointed with Dark Waters a few years ago, which was like a procedural legal thriller starring Mark Ruffalo. Mm. But uh, I came to this going, look, the, act, the acting's going to be great. Um, the relationship between Todd Haynes and his cast will be really good. Oh, and I should also mention that the uh, now 30-something uh, husband, who was a teenager, let's not forget to mention that again, um, is played by Charles Melton from Riverdale. So if there's any oh. Riverdale fans out there, <laughs> no, not I, I almost forgot the important be. part of the Holy Trinity. Exactly. Also, got to say, one of the best uh, TV shows that's just jumped the shark and kept on, just kept on <laughs> flying, almost Truly. into the point of coming all the way back round to amazingness, I reckon. <laughs> just so beyond the pale, it's fabulous. Yeah. So if you love the NZIFF, you'll love Riverdale. <laughs> that's the line. Um, I, so I, I can't, walked into this thinking, okay, this is going to be drama. It's going to be, you know, um, some a bit of an act off maybe, mm-hmm. and that that stuff's definitely present. I also found myself laughing three times in the space of one minute, wow. about eight minutes into the film, at, at jokes like this wasn't an accidental thing. So what Haynes is juggling here is this 
there's this kind of moments of light comedy throughout. Mm -hmm. And I think that offsets kind of the heavier predatory elements of of the pick. He doesn't totally shy away from those, though. Yeah. Um, then there's this very, very melodramatic element Ooh. where the film... I mean, I'd, I'd hesitate to call it camp because it's so self-aware. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't think that really meets that definition of sort of accidentally yeah, something. The room. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this melodramatic element that's... I kind of expected Julianne Moore to scream no more wire hangers at one point. Wow. Like in a kind of <laughs> Faye Dunaway, Mommy Dearest style. So there's a sort of OTT melodrama. There's grounded drama. There's some comedy. And there's this fantastic act off. And, and also you're kind of in there with a bit of a, you know, a bit of a prurient kind of tabloid interest in it as well, right? Because it's totally. kind of a bit... You're kind of complicit in the in the muckiness of the story a Ooh, little way. Todd Haynes is a smart guy, eh? He really knows how to get into the weeds of pop culture and stir them up a bit, eh? Big time. And so <laughs> one of the things that um, you enjoy over the course that I enjoyed over the course of the movie is watching Portman just kind of insinuate herself into these lives and maybe sort of have as many uh, predatory aspects herself because she's kind of using this. She's kind of coming in to disrupt their lives to use it for her own. Acting for her work, totally. right? Uh, and as she takes on more and more of Moore's mannerisms as the film goes on, that's pretty fun to watch. Ooh, okay. Yeah, this is a real goodie. This is a, you know, you kind of uh, sort of mainstream indie. Uh, yeah. Could go with your mum. Cool. Uh, but this Big festival experience. I was going to say, this is one of those movies that uh, even if it returns, go see it at the Civic. Is that the vibe? Like, go now. Oh, go see, the, you know, yeah. go, go, go see this on Saturday, 6.15pm at the Civic. This is a, a really, really uh, great way to end your festival or engage with it for the first time if you haven't made it to anything else. Totally. Um, since you're here, Steve, off the top of your head, any other like standout faves for you across this festival? Yeah, I've run into a few um, a few standouts. Um, sadly, I don't know if these have any repeat plays left, but they're good ones to keep an eye out for. King Loser Doco, oh, loved it to bits. This absolutely. is a um, very, very meaningful film for anyone that was uh, around bands in the era of the 80s or 90s. And just to look back at sort of... Uh, what what New Zealand culture was like a couple of decades ago and, and, a, and a really winning mm. uh, portrait of Celia Mancini as well and just I almost swore really badly on the radio <laughs> there are a bunch of uh, um, very yeah. entertaining hard uh, cases the um, the Roger Stone documentary A Storm Foretold is spectacular and also takes on incredible contemporary relevance with uh, Trump's indictment yeah uh, this is this follows Roger Stone right up to the Jan 6th attack on the Capitol um, Hello Dankness was a blast. That's going to be really tricky to see. I don't think they really can show that outside of festival context because mm. of all the other films that are collaged together to make it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a bunch, actually. Um, and oh, uh, Late Night with the Devil was a really fun romp Ooh. that uh, was a kind of found footage horror, but the premise of that one is that it's a 70s late night talk show and you're watching what actually went to air. And it's actually one of the rare films which completely nails the kind of film or, t or TV show within a film thing. Yep. Normally it just doesn't work, right? No. For some reason. It's quite... It's very... It I seems like it so should be easy, do. but yep. it is actually quite... You know, it can feel so naff so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so those, are, those are a few things to look out for. And in a completely shameless plug, uh, we have over 100 mini reviews from the festival up on flicks.co.nz. So um, there are a bunch of tips for things to see and a couple of maybe don't need to watch them. I have... Uh, I mean, I... 
I've been contributing to that, which I've thoroughly enjoyed, but also I've very much enjoyed all the Wes Anderson ones particularly. It's like there's no in-between ground on that movie. Everyone loves it. Well, they don't love it. Let's Absolutely. Put it like that. Uh, one of the fun <laughs> things about getting a, a number of contributors all writing on the same film sometimes is that you, you definitely get these uh, range of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, thank you very much. May, December, as you said, 6.15 at uh, the Civic tomorrow. That sounds like a killer movie. Uh, we will see you probably in the cinema over the weekend. Ruling. Go ahead. Make my film. You're listening to B-Movies. Intermission. Thanks again to Metze Bar, who's been very kindly sponsoring this segment over the last couple of weeks. I've got a $50 voucher for someone who wants to go and uh, have a little treat before or after their movie. I'd love to know what you've been enjoying at the festival. Let us know on 5395 and we will pick a winner uh, very soon. Make sure you stick your name and your B-card number in there. I'm going to play this. I've been dying to play this kind of all film festival. This is the Bacal Rhythm and Steel Band doing PIMP, which if you have seen Anatomy of a Fall is it's very central to the, the movie. Get those texts in.
That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.